This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Uh, so I got a box of four different Magic Spoon cereals in the mail this week, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, and it was uh, the highlight of my week. When I was a child, I was only allowed to eat nice cereal on the weekends because in those days they hadn't figured out how to make cereal both nice and healthy yet. Uh, so the past few days I've been able to defy my parents and delight my child at the same time just by eating Magic Spoon's amazing frosted flavor, which reminds me of the only two days out of every week that I was ever truly happy as a boy. Um, now, it doesn't say this in the copy here, uh, which is honestly a little bit irresponsible, um, but in the interest of safety, I do want to just kind of spell out for everyone uh, that you shouldn't just open every box you come across just because sometimes there's nice cereal inside it. Uh, for instance, the Lament configuration is also a box you can find. Uh, based on the very few Hellraiser movies I've seen, sometimes you have to spend a lifetime looking for it, but sometimes it's just hidden in the floorboards of your attic. And if you carelessly open that box, you will be introduced to a world of pleasure and pain beyond anything the human mind can imagine. Um, so I want to be really clear here. If you're certain that what you have is a magic spoon delivery box, do open that. It tastes amazing, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Uh, but if you think there's any chance at all that the box you have might be the Lament configuration from Hellraiser, don't open that. It doesn't taste like anything, and usually Pinhead and an army of ill-begotten abominations called Cenobites will come out of it and pull you into a labyrinthine dimension of torment and agony. Go to magicspoon.com slash babysitters to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code babysitters at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash babysitters and use the code babysitters for free shipping. Uh, we want to thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. And again, just so it's absolutely crystal clear delicious boxes of breakfast food that will take you back to your childhood yes diabolical puzzle boxes that will open a portal to an army of extra-dimensional beings who will mercilessly flay your flesh no be safe out there would you say that i am more of a karen brewer or more of a henny papadakis karen brewer so i'm the karen brewer and you're the absolutely as established in previous books good in 86, Anna Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time for the Babysitter's Club. You recording? No, we're not recording yet. Um, I need to I need to hit start before we record, but before, before I do hit start. Yeah. Hello and welcome hi, hi, to, and welcome to the Little Babysitter's Sister Club Club, colon, Little Sister's Little Episode. My name is Tanner Greenring. I don't know why you're saying that because we're not recording yet. We're just doing a... Yeah, a, we're recording. We're doing a quick mic check. I know you're stick. You've got control problems. You don't like that I, Tanner Greenring, am the host of the Little Sister episodes. I'm fine with it. I just want... Can I, can I check my fucking mic to see if it yeah, works? Yeah, go ahead. Hi, hi, and welcome to the Babysitter's Club Club, colon, Little Sister... Episode, Little episode. Yep. Number Great. four. So the mics sound good. Um, hi, hi, everyone, Baby Nation, and welcome to the Babysitter's Club Club, colon, <laughs> Little Sister, Little Episode, number four. Why is it a little episode? It's a little episode because we're discussing the um, shoot-off. Uh-huh. That's what they're called. <laughs> 
Yep, that's a, it's th- a it's little a, episode. The common it's, term, as you know, the common term shoot off. It's, <laughs> it's a little episode because we're discussing the spinoff series to the Babysitters Club, uh-huh. Babysitters Little Sister, mm-hmm. which are all about Karen Brewer, mm-hmm. and they're written for younger audiences. Uh huh. And these episodes are shorter, and frankly, we release them whenever the fuck we want. <laughs> yep. Uh, Sometimes it'll be because we're too hungover uh-huh. and we miss a week sometimes it'll be because we just want to give you baby nation a little treat yep and also baby nation we should admit as we always do at the beginning of these episodes yeah. that the little sister little episodes are recorded moments after a full babysitter's yeah they club. come they come right on the tail end of a full record so we're a little juiced up yeah. We're figuratively juiced up because we're excited to be doing this. We're literally juiced up because we have been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> we can now reveal that to the Baby Nation. No telling when we'll record this. You might be getting it next week. You might be getting it six months from now. Yeah. You're just going to have to live with it, Baby Nation. Yep. This is the world that Tanner has built. <laughs> Here's the other main difference. Tanner hosts this one, not Jack. It's Tanner's show, which is why it's a little bit more chaotic. Yeah. A little bit more all over the place. Jack. Yes, sir. When we discuss babysitters, colon, little sister books, Mm -hmm. we do something similar to what we do during the full-fledged episodes. Yep. But a little different. Mm -hmm. While we're discussing babysitters club books, you have one sentence to summarize the plot of the books. That's accurate. Not accurate. That's actually not accurate. (laughs) Because you, your one sentence is generally a paragraph. Mm-hmm. While we're discussing babysitters calling little sister books, you literally have one sentence. I have a little paragraph. Yep. <laughs> because a sentence, Baby Nation, yep. is a little paragraph. You can take that to the fucking bank. Take it to the bank, Baby Nation. <laughs> Jack, I, I really need you to meet me here. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're trying to get through this. Yeah. If you had to summarize the book. book and this book keep in mind is babysitters colon little sisters number four karen's kitty cat club can i pause for a second by princeton's own Anne matthews martin can i pause for a second and compliment you yeah i want a good job you're doing thanks if As you had to summarize the host babysitters the colon little sisters number four karen's kitty cat club in one English sentence because no semicolons, no rounds. When we do these podcasts, the little sister, little episodes, mm-hmm. hosted by America's sweetheart Tanner Greenring, Colorado's own. Yep, I'm asking you for one thing. Yeah, and it's a one sentence synopsis of Babysitters: Colon Little Why Sister. Why do you keep saying Babysitters? Number not Babysitters four, Club because it's not called Babysitters. Club. Fuck you! It does say that Baby Nation, Baby Nation. I was quietly laughing behind my hand at Tanner for constantly saying babysitters colon. I assumed it was because he'd had too many beers. This he just this podcast, me. Jack. This podcast is called the Babysitters Club Club colon Little Sister Little yeah. Episode, but the books are called Babysitters, babysitters colon, colon Little, little sister. sister. That's real. And this is Babysitters colon Little Sister number four, Karen's Kitty Cat Club. And I need a one. English sentence, no semicolons, no run-ons description of this book from you. Very good. Are you ready? Born ready. A driven and heartless young entrepreneur is forced 
to reevaluate how she's running her business when she discovers that she's running out of friends. Karen's Kitty Club. Karen's <laughs> Karen's Kitty Cat Club. Karen's Karen's Kitty Cat Club. Kitty is a very club. difficult time. <laughs> it's hard to say. Karen's, Karen's Kitty Cat Club. Karen's Kitty Cat Club. The cat is out of the bag. <laughs> yep. Good? True? Yeah. yeah. Listen. Yeah. In the hit podcast, the Babysitter's Club Club, mm-hmm. hosted by Jack Shepard. And Tanner Grinry. Co-host. Uh, and his co-host. Uh, co-hosts they're i wouldn't say it's his co-hosts they're co-hosts of the it, show they're both equal equal partners i mean if you have a co-host it, they're your co-host right? no 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 they're both co-hosts would you you, or could, would you, you, could, you could also say that jack is tanner's co-host would you or would you not agree that if you have a co-host they are your co-host sir yeah i'd it say, is the case. I'd say I, as as a host of babysitter's club Great. club jack shepherd is my co-host but here on babysitter's club Club colon little sister little episodes. Tanner Greenring is the host, and Jack Shepard is his I don't know guest star. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, as the guest star this week, here's what I would like to do. We're gonna put 30 seconds on the clock, and Tanner is gonna describe for the baby nation what happened in this book. I'm ready to go. Karen's Kitty Club. Fucking hell, it's hard to say. Kitty, Karen's Kitty Club. It's it's very <laughs> difficult to say. Karen's Karen's Kitty Cat Club. I'm going to start at the clock now. Karen Brewer is back in Stony Brook. Actually, she always lives in Stony Brook. Mm-hmm. Um, she's back at the, the Watson house. Um, she decides to start a new club, and the club is dedicated to babysitting cats. But it's just a ruse because she just wants to get her friends together with their cats because Hanny Papadakis has a new cat, a baby named Pat, Pat the Cat. Uh, and Amanda has a cat named something. Um, they start a cat sitting club called the Kitty Cat Club, and it falls to pieces. And they start a new club just that's just for fun with her her little house best friend, whose Time. name I forget. Nancy. Shit. I got it. I got. I got it all. I you got, got there. There's a club. It's Jack. Take yeah. a back seat. There's a club. <laughs> no. <laughs> you hosting this podcast, which uh-huh. I accept, yeah. doesn't mean that. You just get to say the things that I no, was it's fine, it's say. fine. No, you go ahead. You t- you say what you're gonna say. There is a club. Yep. That Karen Brewer creates. Right. It goes off the rails. Yeah. Jack, take a back seat. There is a club that Karen <laughs> Brewer creates. It yeah. take it. It kind of goes off the rails a little bit. It's um, it's a club dedicated to cats. Yeah. Uh, and it's because she's excited about cats right now, even though her own cat, Boo Boo, Boo Boo, mm-hmm. Brewer. Is a naughty boy. He's a yep. bad boy. Uh, He's overweight. He's mean. Let's talk about... Jack, take a back seat. Let's talk about... What were you going to say? May I, Tanner? Yeah. Introduce a new topic? Okay. Thank you. Let's talk about the business model Yeah. of the Kitty Cat Club. Okay. Jack, take a back seat. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the business model of the Kitty Cat Club. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about that? No, I'm I'm super interested to hear your thoughts. Um, I didn't capture any notes. Okay. Uh, but how are, about, did you? Maybe? How about I talk about it? Yeah, yeah. That's what I just asked. I said, did you have any thoughts? The Kitty Cat Club. I'm a terrible guest. Am I right, Baby Nation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fucking guest. I'm not a guest. Uh, 
if the Babysitters Club books are about a successful startup, mm-hmm. this particular book is about a startup incubator. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. Karen Brewer starts a kitty cat club. Yep. Their business model, I, I, I have this like magnetic pull that says that we need to do this as a role play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a new segment for the Babysitter's Club Club colon Little Sister Little Episode. Do you want to try to pitch your startup to me? Yeah. I want to be Goliath Hardbody. Okay. An, a well-known figure. A well-known figure. A... I assume you are the titan of industry in this. The titan of industry. Okay. Who is the owner of, currently, the Babysitter's Club. Yep. Franchise. Yes. Including. Including the New York branch. Yes. Including the California branch. Including the California branch. Yep. We Heart Kids Club. Yeah. Including Kids Incorporated, Inc., which is Babysitter's Recent acquisition. Sit in the afternoons. Yep. My name. Yeah. Is... Jason <laughs> Jasonson. <laughs> okay. Mr. Harbody, I am extremely excited to be here today. You only have five minutes of my time, sir. I know. I, oh, my God. It's such, we're an literally, honor. it's such an honor to meet you. We're in an elevator right no, now. No, I know. It's such an honor to meet we're you. In, elevator's moving up. What's your pitch? It's a very slow-moving elevator or a very tall building. <laughs> I've got a full five minutes. But you're a smart man. Oh. I know. And I don't, this is not all flattery, trust me. Okay. Although you were very handsome. Mm-hmm. Um, I have something that I think you'll be very excited about. Let's let's think about all the bases you have covered. Right. Babies. Yep. Covered. You've got a whole group of sitters. We're sitting all of the babies. Right? Um, the babies in the afternoon. Covered. Babies in the afternoon. We're sitting those babies. Babies in New York City. Covered. They're sat. Those babies are sat. Babies in California. Yeah. Covered. Mm-hmm. I know this about you, right, Mister Hardbody? Yeah, I know everything about you. Here's something I know that you. And I don't mean this as an insult. You're a very smart man. Mm-hmm. You're very intelligent. You're very business savvy. There's a blind spot. Cats. I don't understand. You know cats? Yeah, I'm familiar with cats. They're like little animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You are really good at sitting babies. Yeah. You were really bad at sitting cats. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm sorry to say it that way, sir. And I really respect you. And I really admire what Jason, you're doing. Jason, is that your name? Jason Jasonson. Yep. Jason. Yeah. Have you read the novel? Excuse me. Have you read the business book, Jesse Ramsey, Pet Sitter? Sure. It's, it's a Bible in our industry. It's a classic yeah. in our industry. Do you know what that book is about? Yeah, it's, and you know what? Frankly, a it's lot of my about, ideas are coming from that book. But I feel like you, like I love you, sir. I love you. Business that I started. <laughs> my employees. Sir, down. I didn't want to be this blunt, but you've lost your way. Okay. You're focused too much on babies. You've lost totally lost focus on cats. Okay. Cats are eating one another on the streets out there, Mister Hardbody. That sounds horrible, Mister Hardbody. I am sorry. To get emotional about this, <laughs> but I care very much about cats. Okay, listen, I'm interested. What is it about your kitty cat club that sets it apart from other pet sitting conglomerates? Is there something you do in meetings that's different? I'm so glad you asked. Okay, our company, mm-hmm. Karen's Kitty Cat Club. Yep, t- 
totally run mm-hmm. by six, seven, and eight. <laughs> Excuse me? Six, seven, and eight-year-old children. <laughs> I can see I can see you're interested. <laughs> pretty uh pretty bold, huh? Pretty shocking. <laughs> These are some of the savviest young women I've ever met in my life. Do they have some proof of their dedication to cats? No, frankly, they're all pretty pretty cruel to their cats. <laughs> They willingly bring them into situations where they're um, neglected and have to fight with other cats. It's more like a dog fighting ring <laughs> than a cat sitting club. But Mis- Mr. Jasonson, yeah, Mr. Jasonson, yeah. we're approaching the penthouse of this very long elevator ride. Mm-hmm. I have enjoyed your elevator pitch. Thank you. Here's what, what are I- you doing later, or? Is no. that appropriate? Sir, that's not what's happening. Okay. That's not what happens. Fine. Here. Here's what happens. I'm, I'm not just, gonna I'm in town for forty eight hours. No. I just flew here Sir? for this meeting. I'm not gonna acquire your business. Oh. I'm gonna give you a piece of free advice. Okay. From Goliath Hardbuddy. Yeah. Your company needs to pivot. Okay. You know what a pivot is? I do. Um one quick question. Yeah. May I get off on the penthouse level and throw myself off your balcony because <laughs> this is all I have to live for, Mr. Carpody. You Let me have suggest to buy our company. Before you do, what your pivot might be. Why not pivot to a fun club? Okay. That's just you just have fun. Okay. Okay. And you just invite make, your friends. Don't worry about the business model right now. Mm. Just have some fun. Okay. With your friends. And you'll acquire this oh, company. You'll acquire ding. this business. Oh, and I have your word that you'll... Good Mr. night. Arbody, I'll have your word that you'll acquire this company someday. Goodbye. And scene. And <laughs> scene. That felt good. That felt good. God, it felt good to like be back in those... Ah, uh, to be back in those roles games. again. Jason Jasonson seems like he's a real player. He's up and coming. He's up and coming. Can we talk... Let's talk about the pivot. So the business model for Baby Nation, who may have... Hopefully, lived through that role play. Yeah, the business model. You're like you're like the third person in that elevator. Yeah, you're, you're like the third person. Who's, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the elevator's going up. There are two dudes. Like one dude is like desperately giving an elevator pitch. Like you're so engaged, you forgot to hit your floor. So you're yeah, like, <laughs> you're just like, well, how did I end up in this fucking <laughs> elevator? Yeah, uh, you heard that whole thing. What you didn't know is. What happened in this novel is that Karen Brewer came up with the Kitty Cat Club. Yeah. What you didn't know was that that was actually two characters being played by yeah. Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenway. Yeah, the host and co-host of Babysitter's Club Club, colon, Little Sister. No, host and guest star. But yeah, go ahead. Karen Brewer in this novel comes up with a business idea, which is babysitting cats. Yep. She ropes her friends into it. It doesn't go well. The business model is there. I felt like the business model was there. Mm-hmm. They had a monetization strategy, which was sitting the cats, yep, getting the money. Yep. Unfortunately, nobody wants a fucking six-year-old There's to no sit their there. cats. There's yeah. no market, right? Supply There's no and demand. There's no demand for six-year-old cat sitters. So they pivot right. at the end of the book. Right. They pivot to a new club that's called... The Fun Club. Yep. 
concept. And so this is what I want to talk about with you, Tanner. Okay. As a content expert. Yeah. And somebody who has a fair degree of familiarity with startup culture. Yeah. The fun club sounds good, right? The concept is, I'm going to read it. We can hold meetings at my houses, the big house or the little house, wherever I am. I like that a lot because it's decentralized, right? It's a decentralized business. People can cyber commute. It doesn't matter where it's located. Yep. You don't need to spend a lot of money on a big office. Right. You can hold meetings at the different houses. Right. Anyone can come, added Nancy, mm-hmm. whenever they want, and we will play and have fun. That oh, is what we will do. They absolutely will. We'll tell everyone at school about it, says Nancy, which I love because to. it's word of mouth marketing. That's how they get right? their, their product out there. Yeah, that's how you get the fucking product out there. You evangelize. Right. And you also you make your users evangelists for your product. Yep, exactly. I like that a lot. You can't do it through traditional means because, as we know, right. this product is not exactly legal. <laughs> Fun? Fun club. Best Fiends is a free-to-download, casual, mobile puzzle game with literally yep. thousands of levels that is boredom's yep. worst nightmare. And yep. uh, if you guys don't remember, Tanner and I have been engaging in a friendly competition yep. uh, between my group of fiends, uh, the Jack's, Jack's jerks, Jumping Jerks, Jack's jumping jerks. and Tanner's Tiny, Tiny Ticklers. ticklers. Yep. Um, and up until now, we've had some difficulties because while I have been playing through the game at quite a clip and advancing uh, and binging on the game and advancing mm-hmm. from level to to level uh, and enjoying more levels, events, and challenges that are added all the time. Um, Tanner, you've tended to have trouble um, getting your phone started. My phone wasn't working, but yeah. I have gotten it to work, Jack, okay. and I've, I've, I feel like I've caught up with you in Best yeah. Fiends. Um, okay, that's great to hear. I'm really I'm, I'm here to engage with you on it and, and talk about kind of our experiences playing the game. I do love the game. I just had a lot of phone troubles up until now. Okay, well, I'm glad but you're now back. But I'm, I'm embracing it. I'm playing it. I'm having so much fun with it. I love it. Okay, well, I'll start. Uh, so one of my experiences playing the game that I really enjoy is um, I really like picking which fiends to use and oh, upgrading them that. and c- building a crack team as I go through the levels. My favorite is Mordecai. Okay, that's not one. It's my favorite fiend. What level are you on, Jack? I am somewhere in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yourself? Seven D thousand. Well, okay, that's a lot. They do have thousands of levels, uh, and they do have updates 000. all the time, so you can keep At playing as much 000. as you want. Yes. So yep. that's what level I'm on, and I am having a fun with it. It's me. It's Mordecai. Yeah. It's um, okay. That's not one of them. Well, maybe it's in the later levels. It's but, in the, and, you haven't got there yet. Uh, it says here, what makes you want to keep at it? That's a good thing. For me, it's just, it's binge worthy and it's like, it's bite sized. You can just play like a little bit for like 10 minutes uh, when you've got, when you're waiting for the something, whatever. To me, it's the feeling it gives me, if you know what I mean. No. Oh, just binge worthiness. It feels so good to play. Yeah. And uh, when do you play? Only at night, baby. Okay. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Um, Only at night. Okay, perfect. I'm starting to think that you still have not been able to get your phone started. I I really want to play more. <laughs> yeah. Jack, I do love the game. It's very fun, and we yeah. were competing, but I have so many phone problems. 
Is it possible that you're f- holding your phone upside down? Tried that. Yeah. Okay. You know you can hold your phone sideways too? Yeah. <laughs> and I tried that as well because someone, I was I was on the forums. I've been in touch with the makers of Best Fiends and I just. I, this is not their fault. I can tell you. This is not their fault. And phone. the game is so fun. Yeah. I'm so interested in playing. Yeah. Okay. Have you tried turning your phone on? Oh. There's a button on that usually on the side. What do you mean on? Forget it. Uh, download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Holy shit. That's friends without the R. Best thing just lit up. Fiends. Okay. Well, this is great. Whoa. That's a lot of <laughs> notifications. <laughs> Let me read a passage. Jeff. Okay. <laughs> I think Karen has gotten in pretty tight with her dad. Uh-huh. Watson Brewer. Mm-hmm. The phone did ring. This is during a kitty cat club meeting, right before the pivot, right before that they they realize that there's a more lucrative uh-huh. offer out there. The phone did ring once. It was a woman who wanted to sell light bulbs and fertilizer to oh. daddy. Shit, Jack. What's something you can do or grow with light bulbs and fertilizer that would be fun? <laughs> That makes you have fun that you can't necessarily advertise or distribute through traditional means. So you have to have kind of a word of mouth network. And also that you wouldn't necessarily want to have a centralized point of business for <laughs> that you'd want to decentralize a little bit. What is this new? Hey, Jack, yeah. what, did, what did Goliath Hartbody just encourage Jason Jasonson, our <laughs> sweet summer child? What business did he just encourage him to get into? The business of fun. The business of fun. You're talking about something where you would need a lot of fertilizer and a lot, a of, lot of high intensity halogen grow lamps. Yep. And a decentralized business. And a decentralized so the business. The feds couldn't pin you down. <laughs> and an extensive word of mouth network mm-hmm. where you could distribute your goods. Yeah. Through non-traditional advertising means. Jack, what does that sound like to you? It sounds like a fun club to me. Yeah. Um, I can text a guy right now and have him come from his fun club. (laughs) (laughs) He'll show up right here and we can give him a few hundred bucks and have some fun. (laughs) Uh, Well, so it was a pivot. It was a pivot. Yeah, sure. It was a pivot. There's a pivot right outside the realms of respectability. I'm a little worried for the six, seven, and eight-year-olds of Stony Brook, Connecticut, <laughs> who are now apparently caught up in the fucking... We're talking about pot, right? Tree. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I was talking about? I don't know, man. I was like, I was on a flight. I was like, oh, there's fertilizer. I was like, bombs, you can make light bombs with fertilizer. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is a bomb club? Light bulbs, they need the light bulbs. Fun club, so they they're, get... just, they're building bombs? Yeah. <laughs> It's pot. Pot. That's the pivot. My point was pot. I That's think Watson Brew is growing pot. I think he's getting carrying in on it as his distribution network. Yeah. Um Karen, pretty potent, man. It's right there. Th- this woman was selling daddy yeah. light bulbs and fertilizer, Jack. Yeah. Um can we talk about the fact that an essential part of this business is that everyone has to bring their cats to the meeting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we should start bringing our cats to these recordings. It's impractical. 
it causes problems yeah, it causes because a lot of problems. Uh, because Nancy Dawes, who's Karen's other best friend, other than Hanny, doesn't have a cat, and right. so she can't be in the club. And Amanda's cat is a purebred Persian cat. Persian cat that costs four hundred dollars. Right, right. Um, it is is a little too precious for this world, and it's constantly being attacked by Boo Boo, who's a mean, fat old cat, and Pat the cat, who is a rambunctious teenaged cat. I think that Karen made a mistake in this novel in terms of so she she created a good business idea which is will be cat sitters. There's a problem there's an immediate flaw in it which is that she's 6 and nobody wants a 6-year-old cat sitter. Okay. Can I meditate on that for a moment? Sure. It is my la la la, la, la little sniffle. Little sniffle. It's my little sniffle of the week is the kitty cat club does eventually sucker someone into using their services. And it happens to be a very sight-impaired old woman All right, who needs someone to take care of their cats. May I say, before you continue on uh-huh. this trajectory, yeah, that this is also my first-degree burn. <laughs> <laughs> These books are very brief. And there's not a lot in them, so it's no surprise that this is my little sniffle and, and your first-degree first burn. May we also say, for new listeners... <laughs> oh, yeah. So in the Babysitter's Club <laughs> Club podcast, yeah, we have something called Burn of the Week, which is the hottest burn of every week that Jack and I both select, and also something called the Tearful Moment, which is the moment that in the book that made us cry. In the Babysitter's Club, club, colon, little sister, little episodes, we have something called little sniffles, which is something that made us sniffle a little bit. And we have something called first degree burn of the week, which is not quite a burn, but it's not bad. Yeah. Good. Thank you. My little sniffle is she goes to Mrs. Werner's house and Mrs. Werner answers the door and she's like, uh, okay, um, come in. And and Karen goes into her house and she says, I'm here to, to sit your cats. Tell me everything that needs to happen while you're out, out on vacation on a cruise, Mrs. Warner. Yeah, looking forward to what ha- What needs care to happen for me to sit your cats? Yeah. What does it take? Here's my elevator pitch. Um, and Mrs. Warner says, um, uh, I guess my eyes aren't what they used to be. Uh, she squinted at the flyer. Doesn't this say Katie Bauer and Hannah... Papati and Amelia Delane, ages 16, 17, and 18? Um, no, I replied. I was getting a funny feeling in my stomach. It, it says Karen Brewer, Hanny Papadakis, and Amanda Delaney, ages 6, 7, and 8. Oh. Oh, my goodness, Mrs. Warner put on a pair of glasses. She stared at the flyer. Why, it certainly does. I'm so sorry, Karen. Silly me. This is my little, little sniffle. sniffle. I wanted to cry. Do, um, you still want me to feed Kibble? I asked. Kibble's the cat. <laughs> Mrs. Warner looked embarrassed. Well, the truth is, honey, I was hoping to find someone a little older than you. I nodded. Okay, well, if I hear about someone, I'll tell them to call you. I said. That was the grown-up thing to do. Thank you, Karen, replied Mrs. Warner. You're welcome. She just walks out. That's it. Like 
broken wreck. The one job the Kitty Cat Club has ever gotten. Yeah. A misunderstanding. The raison d'etre of this club is to sit cats. Yep. Nobody's interested. They're putting out advertisements all over Stony Brook. They're buying digital ads. They're buying Google ads. They're Facebook like ads. targeting people on Facebook. Yep. Interested in cats. They're specifically targeting people who like cats, who have looked at a cat video, whatever. We know how it's done. Yep. No one's biting. Yep. They get a bite. Not interested. They show up. This is it. This is our moment. And the lady is like, dude, you're fucking six. Great. Sounds like you sympathize with this being a pretty emotionally devastating moment. And somehow, Jack, yeah, this is your first degree burn of the week. Here's why it's a first degree burn. Did Karen walk over to this lady's house? No. No. Her mom gave her a ride. So Karen's mom drove her to the house of a person who is also an adult woman uh-huh. who was looking for a cat sitter. Yeah. And sat in the car <laughs> while her six-year-old daughter went out. Yeah. And just sat and watched this whole thing fucking play out. Yeah. So your burn of the week is on. My first degree burn is on Mrs. Werner by Karen's mom. Yeah. Who was like, I okay, know. Okay, if you want to employ my she's six-year-old like, daughter. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going away to Mexico for two weeks. Yeah. And you need someone to sit your cat. You mi- obviously misread the flyer and yeah. didn't realize that. You're it's an elderly like lady. A six-year-old. <laughs> but I don't give a shit. I think it's hilarious to send my six-year-old daughter into your fucking home. Yeah. And I'm just going to watch and laugh. That's a pretty good first degree burn. It's a fucking sick. My first degree burn, Jack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. First degree burn. It's on you. Wait, what? Why? It's on you. Why? And it's from Karen Brewer. Okay. Let me see. What could we call it? The Cat Club? Mm Mm-hmm. The Cat Lovers Club? Mm Mm-hmm. The We Heart Cats Club? The the Kitty Cat Club? That was it. It sounded great. The name was perfect. No, it was perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. Get it? Yep. Do you get it? Yeah, I got it. It's purr, like cat's purr. Oh, okay, because Karen didn't think you'd get it because you're <laughs> dumb. <laughs> That's Jack. not on me. That's on all of Baby Nation. <laughs> well, my burn of the week is on you, Jack Shepard, and you, Baby Nation, because you're too dumb to get this <laughs> joke from Karen. Baby Nation, you're all too dumb. <laughs> um, I didn't have a little sniffle. You already said yours. I had one, but it's dumb. Wait. Oh, no, I did have a little sniffle. My little sniffle was your burn of the week, and my burn of the week, did you have a little sniffle? Jack... Jack Shepard. Yeah. My my friend and colleague. Yeah. Did you have a <gasps> little sniffle? <laughs> Here's the thing I don't like doing is going. <laughs> did I have a little sniffle? God, here's, I hope you did. Here's what I can tell you, sir. Yeah. I wrote down in my notes. <laughs> Just say no. No, no, no. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If you didn't have one, just say no. No. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm being fucking honest with you. Okay. I wrote down in my notes a little sniffle. Mm -hmm. It says little sniffle, and then there's something written underneath it. I 
right now in this moment. Just say no. If you didn't have one, no, just say no. No, I'm not saying no. What I'm saying is that right now in this particular moment, I don't know what it is that I wrote down. <laughs> I don't know what it is that I wrote down. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. Uh-huh. I'm going to go to those notes and I'm going to look at it. And I'm going to say it. Okay. 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 I just want to have a little caveat there. Okay, little sniffle. Should I just read it? Mm-hmm. Goodbye. I'm leaving. We are not best friends anymore. This is a moment between Karen and Hanny Papadakis. Yeah. Or, sorry, Nancy. Her small house best friend. Forever? I asked. I could feel tears in my eyes. No, just until Monday, replied Nancy. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you on Monday. See you on Monday. We'll we'll be best friends again. That's my little sniffle. Pretty good. They stop being best friends. For a day. For a day. But they know their their boundaries. They know their limits. And this is a thing that happens when you employ your best friends in business. Yeah, I used to work for you. Yeah, and think about it. We were very good friends through all that. Yeah, it was fine. Closer than ever. It was fine. Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything else? Yeah. All I have is 22. She keeps... Karen refers to herself as Karen Tutu all the time. Tutu Here's, is significant. Um, as we know, Tutu is a pentagon. Grammic? Pentagramic number. Okay. I didn't know that. You want to expand on it? Nope. Do you want to talk about the following thing, sir? I was alone, says Karen, except for Moosey, Tickly, my 19 stuffed animals, and my seven dolls. A literal quote from this novel. Tanner, do you remember a little segment from the hit podcast, The Babysitter's Club Club, called The Seven Deadly Doll Watch? Yeah. You're saying Karen is, is literally in control of the seven deadly dolls. She has seven dolls as stated by Princeton's own princess and matthews martin in this text oh, fine well we already know who two of them are yeah right? the only doll that's revealed out of these seven dolls that she talks about is amelia jane okay who she just like and it's the weirdest fucking moment in this book she's talking about her seven dolls she has amelia jane and then she just says I turned Amelia Jane upside down so she could see everything upside down. It was the silliest thing I've ever done. Okay, let's let's ruminate on the seven deadly sins for a moment. And Please figure out which of the seven deadly sins is a doll that would be upside down. We've covered lust, right? We've covered gluttony, right? So here's what she's doing, right? This doll is smiling, right? But she's not in a happy mood, no. So she turns the doll upside down so that it's frowning. Oh, which is the thing that you do if you are full of... Anger. Anger. Wrath. Wrath. I don't want to say it because I sometimes say wrath and then... (laughs) I think this is probably a representation of anger or wrath. Good. So we have wrath. Now we have wrath. Yeah. Amelia Jane. Good. Good. 
Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. As the host of this. As the host of this podcast, I really cherish you joining us tonight. I really, really want to thank you for being here. God, it was such a treat. It was such a treasure to be here with you, Jack Shepard, and you, Little Sister Baby Nation. Wait, what did we decide we were calling it? Little Sister Archipelago? It was something really unwieldy and difficult to say. Yeah. These episodes are a little unwieldy and difficult, though, so. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for being here. I've I've been been Jack Shepard. Jack Shepard. Nope. Sorry. I have been Tanner Greenring. Listen. Nope. Okay. Just say your name. Jack, just say your name. I've been Jack Shepard. This I've week been we Tanner read Greenring. This week we read a book called a book Little called Sister Little S- Number sorry, Four. Sorry, this Karen's week we read Babysitters, Babysitters colon Little Sister Number Four. Karen's number Kitty four, Cat Karen's Club. Little Sister Number Four. Little next Sisters, week, Kitty Cat. Actually, not sorry, next week. Sorry, um, sorry. We've we've read Little. Sorry, we've read Little. Sorry, we've read. Karen's, Stop apologizing. Sorry. We're not in Canada. <laughs> We read a book that was called Karen's Kitty Cat Club. Fuck, Next time we read a Little Sister book, it's going to be called Karen's School Picture. Little Sister number five. I've been Jack Shepard. You've been Tanner Greenring. Claudia is wearing a bra now. The way she talks, you'd think boys had just been invented. Good night and good luck, motherfucker, because I just ended this whole podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>